0: Welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. We're recording a, a second podcast this week, and, and I think we're going to call it The Dark Side of Christmas. Um, kind of a strange title and maybe a strange topic to talk about at this time of year, but something we felt was important. Um Pastor Corey, uh, welcome back to the show of course. Uh the show. That's funny. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um but what is, what what is this this dark side of Christmas yeah. that that we're going to be talking about today. And that
1: that might sound jarring to some of you. Some of you may not even know if you want to listen to the full thing because yeah. like I don't want any of this, but um you know, we've had some difficult times in our community recently I'm not going to talk on this podcast specifically about any of that, but there's been loss and there's been struggle and and, and as I've been reflecting on this and preparing messages and providing care for people it, it's it's painfully obvious and this isn't the first Christmas that it's been obvious for me uh, personally but that, that not everybody enjoys Christmas. yeah not everybody feels festive at this time. Um, there 's a lot of great stuff about christmas there 's a lot of festivities um, and, and the the joy that 's built into the Christmas stories is awesome um, however it, it 's not all feel good stuff yeah. um, and I, I've been reflecting about how the biblical stories of the first Christmas, the only perfect christmas um, aren 't filled with merriment. Yeah, if yeah. you look at it, they are filled with worship, and the angels worship, and and the shepherds bow down, and the and the wise men come and give their gifts and bow down. But but if you search the scriptures, I I I don't find a lot of merriment. And and our common greeting for Christmas is what Tim? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, M E R R Y, right? Yes, right. And we we say this, but and that's common greeting. And I'm not against happiness. I think people know that hopefully, uh, but Christmas is not about merriment. It's about God longing to rescue a dying and broken world. And it was so dark um, that he had to be born into the world to become our savior in the flesh. And um, the situation was grave, was difficult. And he had to come be our life. He had to come be our light. And and so the Christmas story is, is a story about a needed rescue yeah. And if you look at the setting of it, it, there's all kinds of things that are difficult about it. And I want to explore that. Um, yeah, yeah. So think about the, the young couple traveling over 90 miles from home. Probably they've been isolated from family and, and probably rejected to some degree. Um, Mary's not at home with her mother uh, during this birth process. Uh, She's on the road with her just barely married husband. They're not even fully married. Uh, They're in this quasi-married status, and there's been probably all kinds of talk about them in their small town. Then they end up in this place that they're not familiar with, Bethlehem, and there's no real good ideal place to have a baby, and they have a baby in a a stable or a cave. Um, That's difficult. Yeah, yeah. So difficulty is obviously part of the original Christmas story. Yeah, it's right there. And if you're having difficulty and you think, I need to hide that or I need to not talk about it, it's not very Christmassy, it's very Christmassy to have difficulty. God came into this world because of our difficulty. He intentionally allowed his birth to have difficult circumstances. I think he didn't do that on accident. I think... difficult circumstances were to say he knows our difficulty he entered into it and I don't want any of you out there to be ashamed of whatever difficult things you're going through whether it's grief or a marriage difficulty or you're estranged from a child or you're fighting an addiction whatever it is um, God knows it and, and came into this world because of things like that and even in his birth story we see trials and difficulty. We see, you know, uh, the, 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 the wise men have to escape because, you know, the angels have to tell them to, to go another route because they're worried about getting killed by Herod. Yeah. Herod then kills the, baby, the other babies of Bethlehem. Uh, and, and mothers and fathers are grieving, families are grieving because of the Christmas story. There's, that's because we're a dark and broken world and there is this darker side of the Christmas story. There is the Christmas miracle, the Virgin Birth, the the awe of the whole, the idea of God being born as a baby, the 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 amazingness of the angels, and all of that is awesome. But it's had to happen because of the dark side of humanity. So there is this darker side, um, and denying it or not including it in the story, or or is wrong, and and making. Our culture, accidentally, because I, I don't think we do this on purpose, making people feel like they can't join in, or they should stay away from certain things, or they they shouldn't bring up their grief at Christmas, I think that's almost the opposite of what God did. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I just went on a rant. No, that was good. Um, yeah. yeah and did. we were thinking about some lyrics and stuff from some of the good oh, Christmas yeah, hymns. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so let me be quiet for a second. Oh well, I was, um,
0: you know, one of the one of the parts of my journey over the last several years for me has been trying to really appreciate the season of Advent for what it is and to not get too far ahead of of uh, you know Advent isn't a season in the in the uh, cultural calendar. It's a season in the church. And, and it's four weeks. It's leading up to Christmas, and it's this time of longing and expectation and and waiting and hoping and, and and so the question I've been wrestling with is is what what am I waiting for and what am I hoping for and we've been um, trying to explore that uh, as a as a congregation as well and uh, I know that I've been struck by the lyrics of a, a particular Advent hymn there. There aren't that many Advent hymns, believe it or not, uh, but uh, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is one that if you looked under Advent in your hymnal, you'd find it there, um, right, so, right alongside of Come Thou Long Expected Jesus and maybe three others. Uh, so there's not a lot, but O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and, and I w- uh, was thinking this week about the lyrics, um, I think it's the third verse, but you know I don't know for sure, but it's O Come, Desire of nations bind all people in one heart and mind bid envy strife and quarrels cease fill the whole world with heaven's peace and you know i was um you know i'm an emotional person and that's just who i am but you know i'm like typing the lyrics into my little advent meditation prompts for our thursdays of peace and i'm almost in tears just uh typing those words and thinking about the world we live in today, the difficult um, circumstances in our culture, the, the anger that exists among people and the, the hate that seems to fill our hearts and, and the, the constant battling in the, in, in our politics and in our Culture and all of that stuff, and I and those lyrics and family levels. levels Even it's not just you're right. It's it's everywhere, and and I I read those lyrics. Bid envy, strife, and quarrels cease, and fill the whole world with heaven's peace. And I'm like, that's what we want. That's what we. That's what we so desperately need right now is, to to, you know, be filled with the peace of Jesus and the peace of the kingdom of heaven, and to not. Be so angry and hateful and hurtful with each other and and um
1: but that's but we don't do it on our we own. don't do it on our <laughs> own. Like, yeah i mean like, th- I, that's
0: what th- and <laughs> so
1: this i think you're expressing what i'm feeling too this longing and um come down long expected jesus yeah. longing built into the christmas story God, the Son of God was born in the world as Jesus because God longed to rescue the world. And in God's heart is a longing to restore people into a relationship with Him. And so He sees the envy, the quarrels, the strife, the the people living in darkness, and He he just longs to, to do something about that. And so longing for a better world as we might pray in Advent, and and we rejoice that God did something about it in Christmas. But that's built into the story. And yet people... Christian people and other people who feel like they have this deep longing in the season because the season just brings up memories. I mean, you can have longing all the year round, oh, but yeah. you're longing to have your family restored. In a, maybe there's a big fight going on, or you long to have a family member back who's dead. You, you have this, you, you long to have a life maybe that you used to have. Or uh, my friend who had physical impairments for years, he longed to have his physical body back. You know, and all of these longings. God understands and resonates with. He came so because he had a great longing to restore us so that we could one day be at home with him. He made his home with us so that he could make a way for our home to be with him eternally, yeah. where people could be restored. And there will be no envy and strife in heaven with him. Uh, there will be no more pain. There will be no more broken bodies. Um, and, you know, longing is part of the story. Um and And it's part of the preparation that should be part of Christmas advent, but um that's why he came. He came because of uh, the difficulty um, you know, so we should not be deniers of difficulty in the Christmas story. Um, yeah. thinking about the trials in the story for me, reflecting on the trials that Mary and Joseph went through. Uh, the trials that the wise men went through, uh, a, a couple of older people, Anna and Simeon, who 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 spent decades waiting for the Messiah at the temple. They, you know the loneliness of their life, and people wondering why do they still have yeah. hope? You know, uh, people probably thinking they were crazy. You know that it, all these trials that of people in the story uh, that they went through, and and you know. People are still going through trials, uh obviously yeah and god God wants you to know he knows your trial, he knows your concern, and he present tense knows it, but he he's done something already about it um he came he came into the world to rescue us from this world of sin and death and evil um you know the the lyric that came to my mind was um, from Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Uh, it's uh, born to save the men of earth, born to give them second birth, something like that. Um, That the birth of Jesus into the world was so that we could have a second birth. We didn't just need another holiday. He needed to rescue us from death um, so that we could have new life. And he he was born... So that we can have second birth, yeah, and uh I see that you know the Gospel of John doesn't have a Christmas story in it, but in the very first chapter of the Gospel of John, he talks about how we can be born not of blood but of God, uh you know, not from our original birth, but we, well we're obviously born but but we can we can have a new birth because Christ came, the light of the world came uh, into our darkness, and we can be. Uh, made new. Whatever your struggle is, whatever your trial is, so I want to say to those who are struggling: persevere, believe in Him, call out to Him, share your pain with Him, share your pain with other believers, and believe that God has a longing to bring you into, into a place one day when your days are over, yeah. uh, where where you can be in perfect peace with Him, because uh, He came to give you that new life and that restoration. Um, and I think that's all part about Christmas, or yeah. all of it's about the the actual story. Um, we we were reflecting about some other things. <clears throat> so, there's stuff you want to bring up, Tim. Um, well, I, I think it's just repeating something you've
0: already said, but um, maybe in a slightly different way. Uh, that I think at the at the heart of our brokenness as people is a des- desire for. <clears throat> for wholeness Mm -hmm. or completeness.
1: Right.
0: And at the heart of God's love for us is a desire for wholeness and and completeness. (coughs) Pardon me. There was only one way, uh, you know, there were, God found a way, he made a way to make that happen. Um, And it's a strange story, you know, it's the story of Jesus being born into the world Of his life, of his death, but that's the I guess the the hope though is that when we accept the sacrifice of Jesus uh, for us, when we commit our lives uh, to living for Him, when we die to self and live for Him, and we have um, we have the assurance of His love and the hope of restoration and of His you know when of being restored. Not just you know we may want to be restored physically here on this earth in whatever ways we want, but this restored right relationship with God that's going to be beyond anything that we could ever imagine, um, you know that there there's darkness uh and and what we're trying to say, I think, is we don't want to deny that right um. In, in this season that there's darkness and there's there's grief and there's sadness there's despair um, but i'm reminded of that prophecy of long ago but the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light and 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 john says jesus is the light of the world and and um that's in the him news. there is no darkness yeah. and 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 that's, that's the, the good news that's yeah. the good news and the hope of the season is that uh even in our brokenness that there's a hope for restoration and yeah and and wholeness and being yeah. restored and
1: so uh, yeah, so then let his light shine into your darkness, don't yeah, hide it don't. I, I am one of my one of my good friends recent who recently died um he shared his darkness a lot with a lot of different people, and you know at times that was difficult to hear and be around, but I'm so thankful that he did, he was just so honest that. And then that would give his friends opportunities to share the hope and the light. And he'd remember, and we'd pray together. And And I would just say to you, don't keep your darkness to yourself. That's, yeah. that's, that's not God's will or plan for you. you. You're not terrible or evil because you're struggling with something. Um, share it. Share it with someone else. Bring it to God. Bring yeah. it to another person who loves you. And there is someone that loves you. Uh, and so... Um, because all this, Tim's saying, the restoration is available and possible. But sometimes in our personal darkness, yeah, we don't remember it. We don't yeah. feel it. We think there's no way out. We think the darkness is too great. And we shut our eyes to the darkness. But I I, I want you to know that God's light has, has broken over the horizon into our world. And it it, it is fully available. But, but we, we close our eyes to it. And we just need to to sometimes have somebody else remind us that that he will not be overcome by our darkness. Yeah. And Psalm 139 is the big one for me, and I know I preached this a couple weeks ago, but it's kind of become a my life verse. In Psalm 139, the psalmist says, Even the darkness is not dark to you. Even the darkness has become light to you. Meaning, God can transform the darkness. What is darkness to us cannot overwhelm God. God can turn it into light. And and I don't mean that in any sappy or sentimental way. I mean, God will meet you in your darkness. Do not stay alone. Uh, turn to someone. Call out to someone. God will uh, provide and help you. Um, and, um, yeah. I, I think our community needs to hear that. I think the world needs to hear yeah. it, that the light is greater than the darkness. Yeah. But the darkness is real. Yeah. And there is a darker side to the Christmas story. That's why the Christmas story had to happen. That's yeah. why I think God let all these crazy parts of it happen. I mean, there's m- murder involved in the Christmas story. Treachery. Bewilderment. Uh, uh, Mary and Joseph... You know, being away from family and yeah, could you imagine ostracized? Yeah, oh, so much difficulty. Packing yeah. to
0: Egypt to a foreign land. Oh, running land to Egypt just to, to stay yeah. safe and man, so yeah, much. there's a lot of difficulty. Way
1: more just in that story than than difficulty that I faced in my. I mean, gee whiz. Um, so, um, you know, from from Longfellow's uh, hymn, or really it was a poem. First, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. I think it's one of his last verses. He says, God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail. The right prevail. With peace on earth, good will to men. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. And sometimes we think, he's sleeping on my problems. You don't know. He's not paying attention. This is the, however many years you've suffered, You know he's, he's not paying attention. Um, he is paying attention, and he cares, and he loves you. Reach out to someone. Um, he is not. He's not uh, forgotten you. Um, the the wrong shall fail, uh, the right will prevail. And um, and then Longfellow says, "With peace on earth, uh, peace is that wholeness." Tim was talking about God wants to, longs to restore you to wholeness. That's why he was bro- born born into this broken world of pain and death and sorrow uh, so that he could restore us yeah. and bring us home yeah well this ended up being a little longer than i thought but yeah but thanks for letting me uh yeah, reflect on this with you tim and yeah if any of you need to reach out to us uh uh you can find our contact information on our website org or our facebook page um don't, don't stay alone in your darkness. Reach out to us, someone you know. Uh, you are loved. You yeah. are loved. Amen.
0: Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop Studio in the uh, rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Um, until next time.